0: welcome to Our World with your host, Ned Boy and Doc. Ned, how are you today, sir? Everything's good. How's everything with you? I got no complaints. Good to hear. Hey, let me ask you a question. This is uh, basically, uh, it might be a little early, but this is kind of Halloween weekend. Is this the weekend that you'll be partaking in any uh, activities, or are you going to actually wait to the, the day?
1: Well, normally, we have a party on Halloween, it would have been, if we would have did it this year, it would have been tomorrow. But since we're not doing it, I still have a lot of activity to do with with the kid tomorrow because she has a lot of Halloween parties planned for tomorrow, so.
0: Okay, so it's not gonna be a grown up celebration this
1: year, huh? No, not this year because we have a crappy property manager that just got back to us this week about our rec room.
0: Okay, well, let me ask you a question. Has has Halloween always been like a a thing in your family, or
1: when did when did
0: this start?
1: My sister was really big on Halloween, so she used to take us out trick or treating. Uh, once I got a little older, no, but when I met my girlfriend, she's big on Halloween, so we've been hosting parties at least for the past. I want to say maybe ten years.
0: Okay, because you know Halloween has never been a thing to me. I I've never been trick or treating. ever. I went to one Halloween party as a child. Actually turned me off to Halloween for the rest of my life. I actually ignored a day totally. I actually won the costume. Best costume.
1: What was your costume?
0: I thought I was dressed as a Mexican.
1: (laughs) But when they announced
0: me as the winner, they called me the bum. (laughs)
1: <laughs> and
0: after that I have never Touched Halloween again And I, it was good presents I mean I got you know books Pencils, pens, rulers All that stuff that you need When you're a little kid going you know to school
1: Yeah.
0: But I thought I was a Mexican I had yeah. uh, put on like A bad beard I didn't know what a Mexican was at that <laughs> that age But they told me I was Oh, and the winner, the bum.
1: <laughs> the bum.
0: And I said, fuck Halloween. And then, you know what, it was never a big thing in my family. Being that, you know, I was raised Catholic, Sorry. I the day is All Saints Day. You yeah. know, and that's the way I always look at Halloween. And we've turned it from All Saints Day into All Demons Day. But, you know, if, you know, if somebody enjoys it, I can't knock somebody else's. For having fun, you know, no, I never weird, was... cause
1: in Mexico, I would think they would big Christians too, right?
0: Yeah, but you know what? A lot of other countries are just what you call following the leader of America. No, because they, they, they country... celebrate
1: something called, instead of Halloween, they celebrate, like, it's called the Day of the Dead. Which, oh, yeah, uh... yeah.
0: Well they, well, they also have single the single de Mayo. So, All
1: right.
0: but, oh, it is. All Hallow's Days celebrates dead, death. But it also martyrs, saints, all the patron saints who, you know, naturally they're all dead. Uh, So that's what it is. It's also a celebration. It really came from, like, all the Catholic countries. uh, But, you know, like everything else, you know, we all know Christmas was one thing. Christmas is a whole other thing now.
1: Yep. You know?
0: We got a lot to get through, but some of it I guess we can kind of fly through. Well, the Dodgers and the Astros are 2-2. 1-1, right? No, I'm sorry. My bad. They're 1-1. Game three is tonight. Friday night is game three.
1: Yeah, they had a home run derby in game two, I think it was. Yes, it went extra
0: innings, eight home runs, which is outlandish. And so now they go back to Houston, where Houston has not lost a game so far. But I think they will drop at least one to the Dodgers, and this thing is going back to L.A.
1: Yeah, because they have – Crenshaw on the
0: mound, right? Game well, I, no, Crenshaw pitched game one. I don't think he's pitching game three. Oh, no, I, don't I think, he's think he's they said
1: game four. Game four.
0: Okay, so, and I think they're rushing him. I thought, Me personally, I would hold him on his normal rest and let him pitch game five. Because the worst you could be down is, okay, maybe the pressure will be on him. You could be down 3-1, but Crenshaw should be able to bring you back home.
1: Yeah, because I think if they do him in four, if he gets to a game seven, they can use him again.
0: Yeah, on on better – on. I guess he's going to have to earn that uh, ace thing, you know, where he's not just pitching on four days rest. He'll be pitching on three days rest. Yeah. But I'm, I, you know what? It looks like it might be a, a decent series, and I'm still staying away from it as though it's uh, black licorice. <laughs> I'm just staying away from it. Now, Joe Tor, no, Joe Torrey. Joe Girardi will not be returning as the Yankee manager.
1: That is fucked up.
0: I am not in agreement with it. Seems like Yankee Nation. I kind of took the pulse of Yankee Nation. They, they're ready for this. I'm not ready for this. I, I'm, I think he's the, he has the right demeanor to lead these young guys. But you know what, man? He took you a team like I...
1: that no one expected to go anywhere this year to the damn almost a game from the World Series. Well, that's true. And he got to be rewarded by, by parting ways, which to me means yeah. fired. Yeah, but you know what?
0: Not only did he do that, but the Boston Red Sox manager, I'd give it less than a damn about Boston Red Sox, but this dude has won a World Series, took him to the playoffs three straight years, won a division, he got fired too. Yeah. But you, Well, you know how it is. This is with Girardi. Think about most 10-year relationships. I don't give a damn if it's coworker, friend, woman. Sometimes things run their course in 10 years. Yeah, definitely. And, 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 and this is just one of those ones I'm going to say, okay, it kind of ran its course. You know? But I, you know what? I, I don't even see Girardi ever managing again. I guess he goes home to his wife and kids. He's made a shitload of money. I wish him the best. I like Joe. I like Joe Girardi. I have nothing against him. Yeah. Now we get some hubbub this weekend that Mark Cuban says that he might want to run for president in 2020. So the question is, can he win?
1: Uh, I think Bannon said it right that Cuban will have to run as a Democrat, not a Republican. I don't even. I didn't even. Uh, I don't know. I really don't know. But if I guess if Donald Trump can win, anyone can win.
0: Here, here's
1: the deal. We
0: have opened the White House up now to, you just said it right. Anybody and their mother can run from a actor to a super entertainer. We don't care about your past no more. We don't care if you three times divorce. We don't care if your woman's pose naked. We don't care if you grabbed them by the puss. <laughs> this country is Completely and utterly off the rails. So I don't even see a classic, old school looking politician being presidential anymore. I I think the millennials don't give a fuck about you know like you sitting up there looking like Reagan or anything like that anymore. I don't think they care. Yeah. You know a, you know what? Fuck it. If, if it a Kardashian a
1: Kardashian runs for president. Uh they could win cuz just, just on the amount of <laughs> press that they'll get. Yeah, so it's a you know,
0: uh I mean I would have never thought in my lifetime that a first lady would sound like Melania. I mean, even though this is a country of, you know, you know, immigrants and blah blah blah. I just never thought that uh I watched that speech yesterday. Did you get to see any of it? Any clips of it or anything uh, from I try our... to
1: stay any I, stay, I try to stay away from anything named Trump now. Well,
0: I watched it. Mm-hmm. He made some good points. He made a lot of vague promises. Uh, it's sad to hear that this country, opiate addiction or opiate addiction is off the scale. Because they affect us. That means that some of these guys and girls are going to be on the highway when you're on the highway. Yeah. They're going to be in the store when you're in the store. matter of fact, me and my wife, a couple of weeks ago, we know for a fact two young, spaced out white, say 30-year-olds come in the store. And we're sitting there, we're going, these two motherfuckers, heroin addicts, man. And, you know, the, this one's got to go to the bathroom and take 10 minutes. The next one's got to go to the bathroom and take 10 minutes. And you're saying they're too jittery, too nervous, too wired up, but nodding out kind of at the same time. And you say, damn, man. So this is, you know, this is the reason you got to lock your windows, your doors, and because theft and robberies are just going to go through the roof. These people got to feed these addictions.
1: Yep.
0: You know? So another thing. This one I I I'm 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 going to count this one up to he's a lunatic. Chris Brown is dropping an album. Yep. heartbreak on a full moon, right? Mhm. 45 tracks. Only a, a complete absolute lunatic. Has an album or even a double album with forty five tracks
1: yeah, I think that would equate to about four albums, <laughs>
0: yeah, i mean it i mean, it just sounds like a guy see it sounds like a dude locked in the basement on meth with <laughs> nothing else to do. He sweeps up, he cleans, and he just constantly records
1: but I wonder i wonder because most people say like uh i think i'm not sure if it was T.I., but uh, it was a rapper that said he did. He he did about 85 songs, and trying to get that 85 down to 12 was so tough. So I'm like, maybe Chris Brown, like, fuck it. I'm just going to put them all out and see what happens.
0: Yeah, but see, Chris also said that he had, what was it, 800 unreleased songs on his phone, which I'm sure hackers all over are trying to hack into Chris Brown's phone.
1: Oh yeah, definitely. Because if you think about it, Chris Brown's already been out. He's 28. I think he's already been out 13 years. So f- f- to have that extensive amount is not is pretty good. Especially if he did a year probably in jail.
0: Yeah, I mean, you know, I I understand that the the work ethic, the Tupac, you never leave the studio. But we're also talking about a guy who's had a lot of problems. Problems, yeah, yeah. And a lot of drug problems. And I, Chris Brown would make himself into the number one artist in the world if there's any possibility that even 10 of these songs are one radio-worthy and even minor hits.
1: But he he, he already charted five of them. He hasn't had a, a, a major hit from those five yet, but... He's already charted five out of the 45. Oh, really? Yeah.
0: Oh, okay. See, I don't know anything about anything from these songs. So it's actually some of this stuff is in release.
1: Yeah, yeah, some some stuff he released already. Okay. But I did I'm not like, know that. Might, you know what? To me, the music is, is, the way people are putting out music is evolving. For instance, years ago, no one would have put an album out without any form of promotion. Beyonce did that, and now people are dropping surprise albums. You have people making one album, like Wu-Tang, and then auctioning it off for millions of dollars. So I'm like, uh, at this time, it's like, oh, well, I'm going to put out 45 records. Now someone else is probably going to follow suit and was like, well, I'm going to do the same. Because it, it also helps, according to SoundScan now, they also count as many um as, how often your album is streamed, how often your songs are streamed. I think to date if you ever Yeah.
0: Sorry Hello? about that, Ned. I got discon uh I got uh, disabled for a minute.
1: Oh no no. What I what I was saying was if you have an album, Soundscan now counts streams to go platinum. So I think it's 150, you have to have it, someone stream your album 150 times for it to chart. So in his case, by him pulling out 45 songs, he only needs 33 people to stream the whole album so it to be charted. Oh, he, wow. Okay. Oh, well, sorry, sorry. He needs 33 people to stream each song for the chart instead of 150. So it can easily come out with a number one album just based off streams alone. Well,
0: you know, I think out of curiosity and popularity, uh, being a number one album, no doubt. I mean I mean I've seen albums, double albums like Stevie Wonder, uh Music Aquarium, and stuff like that. Yeah. Where there were twenty. Twenty, legitimately yeah, twenty. And mm-hmm. and I would I would be shocked if Kelly never had an album with 18 to 20.
1: Yeah, Kelly had a double album.
0: Yeah, because he put out songs like that. So, you know, I understand that. But But I was going to say,
1: let's say in the 90s, people were doing 20-some-odd songs. So he's like, I'm going to push the button, and I'm going to do double that. Yeah, but see, you know what?
0: You look at some of these albums, look at some of these people's albums, and three songs on a lot of people's albums are total waste. They're called skits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Skits. I mean you can't even legitimately say what what the hell that is. I was, matter of fact I was listening to Big L today. And that Big L first uh C D that he had, mm-hmm. he had three skits. Yeah. Out of thirteen tracks. And, and a skit can be forty five seconds if you are just talking to the to the audience. Yeah. Yo man, I'm about to break this shit down and give it to you raw.
1: Yeah. Boom. <laughs> that's
0: a that's a track.
1: You know? However, I would say I, I, I wish people that do skits do skits as a separate track and don't add the skit to the back of a, the back or the beginning of a song. It freaking kills me when I listen to a song and I have to go through a skit before the song plays.
0: Yeah. Uh, you know what? One of my favorite songs on the Slaughterhouse album starts with a skit with David Allen Greer. Oh, oh, yeah, I know what you're talking about. And and the thing that gets me about that is because, say, I convert this to digital to drive around in my car. Yeah. Now, I don't really have the option of being driving and then also clicking fast forward. So I got to listen to David Allen Greer talk for 25 seconds.
1: Yeah, I have an old school playlist on my phone, and uh, I have the Montel Jordan. This is how we do it on it. It starts off with a skit, and that automatically skips the song because I hate the damn skit in the beginning. Hmm.
0: So this this freaking guy, he's not having a good week, Mister Tyrese Gibson.
1: Oh yeah.
0: He 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 seems ever since he got into the battle with The Rock, he seems to be having some kind of mental meltdown.
1: You well, know, first, this week.
0: Well, uh, yesterday he was admitted to the hospital after leaving court with that ex-wife.
1: Oh oh yeah.
0: For dehydrate. I mean, you know, Every is you hear a fucking celebrity and dehydration. That's like cold word for something else. <laughs> but I mean, uh, uh, first he's, he's battling with the rock. Then he's flying
1: banners over his fucking daughter's school. Oh yeah. Yeah. I've seen that. He probably paid like a hundred thousand for that too. Then
0: the the woman accuses him of being abusive. And she's scared to death of him. Yeah. Now he shows up to court in all black and then, as soon as he leaves court, he has to be hospitalized. And you know, I I, I wouldn't know uh, Tyrese song from hole in the War. I'm not I'm not a big fan. I'm not a fan of. Uh, I'm pretty what sure you've you seen that Coca
1: Cola commercial that he started. Yeah, that over. was a
0: hundred years ago.
1: <laughs> I, I,
0: I've only I've only seen one uh, Fast and the Furious. Come to find out, he's not even in that one. So I've never seen him in anything but Baby Boy. That's not even heck.
1: Transformers. I don't I think know. Transformers, Transformers is not
0: my thing, man. Oh, okay, all
1: right.
0: There's certain certain kind of movies that are not my thing. Transformers. I seen the original Transformers, and I didn't like
1: it. Oh, I, I didn't like the with Michael Bay name attached because I like Explosion.
0: I I didn't like War, the World of Wars or War of Worlds with uh, what the hell is the name? Tom Cruise. I you know I, I still haven't seen Mad Max yet, and I, I I really should be seeing Mad Max.
1: Oh yeah, that was a that was a that was a decent film. It, it started off yeah. a little boring, but that's it was decent. Yeah, and
0: I think they're already on Mad Max 2 or something like that.
1: Yeah, but I think Mad Max to do it right, I say all the old movies that they remake always has the main the actor who played the role before some way or form in the movie like as a cameo. I think they should have did that with Mel Gibson, man. They, they, he was nowhere to be listed in Mad Max. No, get out of here. I no. mean, they do that with Harrison Ford,
0: but Indiana exactly. Jones.
1: But However, he is in this new, is it Step Brothers movie or Step Dad movie? Step Dads. And Which I'm happy to see horrible. Mel Gibson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't think the original was great, but <laughs> I guess it made enough money to get a part two. It looks horrendous.
0: It looks, that thing got a big-ass uh, sign on it that says, Doc, stay away <laughs> from this crap. <laughs> and I like, I love Farrell. I so, love Will Farrell. But this is just screaming. Matter of fact, if I want to see a Will Farrell movie, put him with his curly head friend. Those two are hilarious.
1: Oh, uh, <laughs> the one he did the brother movie with? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot that guy's name, but yeah, I know what you're talking about.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, put him, put him with that guy, and you know I'm, I'm, I'm in there. Now Justin Timberlake, it seems like he's agreed to do a halftime show.
1: Yeah, I, which I don't understand because I'm like, uh, he doesn't have an album out.
0: Yeah, and I don't and think you know he what? Has
1: a song out in the past three years, except for this, the one he did for the Trolls movie.
0: And I'm going to tell you now, if he thinks that he's going to get up on stage. And I hope he doesn't, with his grown ass and a whole bunch of grown men watching the Super Bowl, and he pulls out "Can't Stop the Feeling." I hope they boo him out the building.
1: <laughs>
0: I, you know what? I've always been a Justin Timberlake fan. Yeah. Even I've been, I'm even a Justin Timberlake fan after he was Willie White Boy, became cool, hood cred with Jay Z. And then back to Willie White Guy. But he lost me with the Can't Stop the Feeling. I mean, that was just, that was like, uh, that's like Wonder Bread with fucking a Miracle Whip on it. It (laughs) it is just too, that is nothing. I think it
1: was was in a kid's movie, though. Yeah, but
0: man, you know what? Uh, sometimes you turn down a dollar and you say, you know what? <laughs> I, have, I can't be the same dude who brought Sexy Back and and in such a childish song. so why don't you just fucking sing schoolhouse rock?
1: <laughs> yeah, that's how I don't understand what the what the hell is he going to perform? He can't get up there and perform bye 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 and and Sexy Back. Sexy Back. I mean, even they had Katy well, Katy Perry was last year. Mm-hmm. Or Lady Gaga. At least they had albums. Gaga. Out. They had they had something to perform. Well, no, Gaga didn't have no album out. So I guess that defeats my whole point. She didn't have. Yeah, no but album
0: Gaga out. Gaga still had a shitload of stuff. Matter of fact, Gaga did come out with an album, but right after the Super Bowl, because that's when she came out with like a country western look.
1: Yeah, because she did have a actually she did have an album with um a a singing album with Tony Bennett. But I don't yeah. think she did any of those songs for the Super Bowl.
0: So the big controversy
1: is does he bring back Janet? Doesn't
0: doesn't he bring back Janet? You know what? I'm not in a rush to see Justin and Janet. I don't even remember what they did other than uh, one of the worst nipples I've ever seen was exposed. <laughs> other than that, I couldn't tell you. I can't because Janet never looked worse than when she was... Uh, look at a picture of Janet when she's on stage with Justin. She was sweaty. Her hair was messed up. She almost looked like she was looking in the in the, uh, Sarah Huckabee Sanders category of badness, <laughs> and that's pretty lousy.
1: The only thing I would man. say that they, they should incorporate Janet because Janet's actually on tour right now.
0: Yeah, but you know what? No, there's no need. I mean that. Uh, and he can't did he would have to dance on one side of the stage and on the other side of the stage because. You know, could you imagine if they tried to pull that stunt again?
1: <laughs>
0: okay, this time she has the pasty on and it doesn't get exposed. But you know what? It wasn't like they had some killer song that you you remember, unless yeah. you could uh, refresh my
1: memory. No, I don't know what song they had together. Yeah.
0: So you know what? Good luck, Justin. Maybe Justin will get in the studio. He knows enough people in the industry, and maybe he'll maybe he'll have a single to release. Around that time. I mean, he's got, what, three months to work on it?
1: Yeah, but it has to be a single that that cultivates the world.
0: Yeah, but I'm telling you now. He gets up there, can't stop the feeling. I want range of booze, man. I want him hardcore. And I never asked for artists to get booed, but uh, at the Super Bowl, that song just is not right, man. <laughs> you might as well just sing some Barney shit, man. No. <laughs> And I understand, I mean, it, it, that, that Super Bowl is not for your 6 and 7 and 8 and 9-year-olds. It's still a day about
1: grown-ups. Yeah. Beer, food, people getting up, together.
0: Up, yeah, we it don't want to be
1: asleep by the time the halftime come on. Super Bowl is on a Sunday.
0: Yes, it's a Sunday night which I, I, I think America should make the Monday after the Super Bowl a holiday. I don't know what we call yeah, it.
1: exactly. All rest
0: day. Well, who cares? But no people are no, and really no condition to work the day after the yeah, Super Bowl. Or move it to a Saturday. Geez. Yeah, but you know what? It goes so well with Super Bowl Sunday. Yeah, I know. All right, yeah. Now, I want to give a shout-out to a website. It's called Wrestling World. W-O-R-L-D with a Z at the end. So wrestling worlds. And the reason I'm shouting them out is, you're a wrestling fan. You don't want to sit and watch a whole pay-per-view. You don't want to watch a whole Raw or a whole SmackDown. This guy, I don't know how he does it, why he takes the time to do it, but I love him. He takes these three-hour Roars and makes it 34 minutes. and You don't miss a thing. Oh, yes,
1: yeah. It's on
0: YouTube. You don't miss, I mean, every interview, every big spot. You don't miss it. You don't feel like you missed anything. No commercials to fast forward through.
1: I'm going to check them out because I can't sit through Raw, but I would say the ending of Raw this week was actually like fresh blood again that the WWE finally did something like that. I've been saying for years, these two shows are separate. Actually, you have three separate. Actually, now you have four separate shows why not have these guys battling each other every now and then, or have some form of one show trying to take over the other show? Yeah. And it, and it looks like great when the NWO thing happened and new wrestling fans have no idea what the hell happened with the NWO. I mean, it'll be as if we reliving it, but why not do that? Two or five yeah, uh... is not getting a lot of action. Uh, Smackdown's only two hours, so you, you, you get to present new talent on your top-branded show, which is Raw.
0: Yeah, that's true. You know, I have no problem with that. I think that they should have more of their pay-per-views as cold pay-per-views and cut out some of the uh, singular ones yeah, from both I, I brands. Yeah, I think the same thing.
1: I think, first of all, I think 12 pay-per-views uh, waters down the company and the wrestlers. I think technically... If they,
0: they don't want to do six, nine. Take three months off. Yeah, I I can dig that. Like, how many you know, times can we humans.
1: Finn versus Bray?
0: Yeah, every other sport takes time off. Other than crazy-ass UFC, I might as well mention it. This Saturday, UFC, Fight Night 119, Brunson versus Machida. Which is, uh, you know, I, you never know what you're going to get with Machida right now. Yes. And then Damian Myers fighting this kid, Colby Covington. So I'm, I'm into it for those two fights. The rest of the card, I can't really scream about. I don't. A lot of people I just don't know, once again, because of so many of these damn UFC cards, it's kind of, I mean, you can't have top guys fighting, especially since the big next top one is coming your way at mm-hmm. Madison Square Garden in like a week. Yep. You know, so that one should be more loaded. But this one is a freebie. It's on FS1, FS2. So if you got nothing else to do, you could definitely uh, tune into that.
1: Did you see that Dana said that he could see in years to come a UFC taking over for boxing?
0: Well, Dana says a lot of stupid shit, and that's just one of them. Yeah, that's boxing. what that's Al boxing.
1: Heyman said. Not Al Heyman. Uh, I forgot the other guy's name, but. One of the top promoters uh, in boxing, he said, yeah, I don't see that happening. He basically said that UFC boxing. would start promote, promoting boxing fights. No,
0: I, I, don't even see, I don't even see mixed card UFC and boxing. It's such a different mentality, the two forms of fighting. Yeah. You know what I mean? Boxing fans, you have some boxing fans who have no taste at all for UFC, and you have some UFC fans who have no taste at all for boxing. Yeah. So it's 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 mixing it's mixing oil and vinegar and it it, it it's not gonna sit well. I mean it's me, gonna
1: he, be I think he really saw like the amount of money that Connor and Mayweather could pull off. I really thought that they was really pushing Connor to fight the box Pauline
0: Maganotti?
1: Yeah. And they probably are still because you know what? They're
0: not rushing to get Connor in the ring with anybody. They're playing games with that. Oh, oh yeah. I, me personally, Connor, am I in a rush to fight if I'm really going to get this 75 to to $100 million check? What am I fighting
1: for? Yeah, that's true. And I just read that uh, Rousey's training for WWE. Best move she can make
0: because you know what? I don't want to see her get her head scrambled by anybody else. And they would have to put her in a top-notch fight. And the Amanda Nunez's of the world, the Holly Holmes, they're still around. And they they will separate her head from her shoulders again. She just She's not on the skill level. She doesn't have the all-around. She never had the all-around game anyway that those women have.
1: Yeah, that's what someone said. Someone said she came up right at the perfect time. But the people under her is learning more things in there. They're accustomed to doing more things as far as like head kicks. They're not gonna just stand with you, so even though she, well, she's a black belt in judo. Yes. And
0: that's, if you if you go back and look at any Ronda fight, it could take you literally it'd take you about three minutes to look at seven of her fights.
1: Yeah, I always thought that Kat would have gave her problems if she didn't rush her. Remember, she beat Kat in like forty five seconds because Kat rushed her in the beginning and fell into the armbar.
0: Yeah, a couple of those girls, she hip-tossed right into an armbar. Yeah. And good night, and Ronda didn't even get to sweat. Yep. It took her longer to come down to the ring with that pouting three-year-old's face than it did for the fights.
1: Yeah. I think he basically said these young girls are, are hungrier and they're hitting harder than anything before. And they're more skilled, man. They are much more skilled.
0: I mean, there's skill level between the jiu-jitsu, the boxing. That's what UFC hurts the most. The boxing in the UFC is deplorable for professional fighters. They are some of the worst boxers. And that's why when you see a real good box in the UFC, it stands out. And I'm telling you this as a person who boxed. The boxing is bad. (laughs) It's bad, and that's why the, the experts all knew that Conor didn't stand a chance with Floyd because it's such a different ball game. To be trained to box is 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 a whole different way of fighting. I mean, it doesn't even boxing doesn't even necessarily net trend translate to good street fighting because it's a lot of other shit that goes on the street fighting. Boxing is technical. It's a yeah, it's technical too- thing.
1: Someone just called out Floyd, because it was like Floyd gave Connor the beginning of that fight, just to make it a fight. I forgot who yeah, it was, though. Yeah, you know what? Yes, he did. Connor
0: first of all, he stood in the pocket with uh, Connor and he didn't have to stand in the pocket. We didn't see that basic head and shoulder movement out of Floyd until Floyd said, you know what, I'm going to... About seventh or eighth round, he said, you know what? I see the gas is coming out this tank. Now I'm going to put it on him. Other than that, I didn't even see Floyd do – he didn't ever even really pepper him with, like, seven or eight fast uh, jabs. Yep. You know, we got – most of us, you know, I'm I'm guilty, too. We got caught up in the fact of the fight. The height, the height yep. The hype was so great that it made the fight what it was. So you sat there, and so you didn't feel raw because they, those two dudes, they could have flew out that night together on the same plane they had played us so well. That shit, You couldn't write a WrestleMania better than that.
1: Yep, and they both got large checks. That's right.
0: Hey, man, so we had some football last night. Dolphins got demolished by the Ravens. Did you watch any of that?
1: They got demolished, and Joe Flacco died.
0: Yeah, yeah. Fucking Kiko Alonso, who I, I originally, when I woke up this morning, I was convinced that Kiko Alonso should be suspended a game. Mm. I am now convinced that he should only be fined.
1: I think they didn't kick him out the game.
0: No, they did not.
1: Jesus. They, and, they, they, uh Lynch just pushed the damn ref. This guy decapitated Joe Flacco.
0: Yeah, but you know what? Everybody's placing a bit of the blame on Flacco. Now, Adonikin sue. is probably going to get suspended because he put his hands around another player's throat last yeah, night. Yeah. He is just – him and this guy, Vontae Burfitt, for the uh, Cincinnati Bengals, they can't stay out of some form of trouble. And I understand this game. This game is only crazy people play football. Don't fool yourself. Only crazy people play football. Mm -hmm. There's a lot more things that you could do with your life than to say, I'm going to batter ram my body against other men. And this is what I do. And you forget, you do this shit in practice four days a week, too. So you're getting a screw loose. So it's a crazy man sport. But there's some who are even more violent than the regular crazy. And a Donald Kinsue is one of those. I'm a little bit more violent than the, the normal crazy. Uh, we we have a London game Sunday. Not interested. Oh yeah, well you know what? I, I I'm such a freak Azoid. Instead of waiting around to one o'clock for football to kick off, I will be watching the Vikings and Browns from London because it's on with breakfast, and I I, I kind of dig that. I don't have to sit around the house looking. F- you know, watch the Saturday Night Live or something. I'll be watching that. I'll you don't watch want to the U.S. Browns, though. Yeah, but you know what? You, you might be surprised. <laughs> this might be the week that the Browns actually shut out the Vikings 24 zip. So I think
1: I did pick the Browns because they had the Browns. Uh, I think the Vikings is not in a, nine and a half point favorite. Yeah,
0: and it's been those London games, somebody's been damn sure almost shut out at least one of the two teams all the time. Yeah. So. I, I'm going to watch that because it's on. It's the only thing on. i watch the UFC. I save it for Sunday morning. And the UFC, this game leads me right into the 1 o'clock games. Perfect. Because I don't do much other than cooking. I, I don't have no busy household on Sunday. Cooking, there's no washing, there's no going nowhere. It's not that kind of party over here. I like to keep it chilly-willy over here on Sunday morning, man. I got six days a week to do stuff. I guess I rest on Sunday. Now we got basketball, man. Wade benches himself. Wade slash LeBron slash Ty bench Wade. So J.R. Smith can play.
1: Go back in the start lineup. Yeah, he benches himself, but then he's injured because he didn't play the whole yeah. night. So But go ahead. I'm like he first off, Dwayne Wade I think he's going to Cleveland for three million dollars. He got a free eighteen million from the Bulls. He could not play all season, still make his money, and they could still use him in the in the playoffs. So I yeah. I seen this coming. I I I I I kinda of saw this coming. But
0: well, here's the problem, man. We talked about this maybe a week or so ago at the start of the season. J.R. Smith is not gonna make it through this season as a Cav. He gets the job back, and he's a whopping two for 17 in two games since. I mean, wouldn't you say, okay, I've got my spot back. I'm back at home. He shot one game, one for seven from three-point line, and he followed that up with a one for eight from three-point line. Exactly.
1: would you take a one for seven J.R. Smith or a one for seven Dwayne Wade? Well, Dwayne Wade, you know
0: what I'm asking for, Wade? If Wade is real good in the locker room and he can give me 10 minutes a night, that's all I need from him, 10, 12 minutes. That's it. I
1: actually need a little bit more because he's on one of my fantasy squads. But, see, I'm not (laughs) playing
0: fantasy basketball. Maybe next year. But I don't need – I mean, if your team is relying on Dwayne Wade to save you, you're in trouble to begin with, okay? (laughs) Now, it's it's kind of – the season's just started, but we're starting to build up that injured lineup. You got Wade. Anthony Davis is fucking day-to-day. Chris Paul. Chris Paul is out for a couple of weeks. Yep. Uh, Butler, day-to-day. No, no, I don't even know when Butler's due back.
1: I don't know when he's due back, neither.
0: Again, Philadelphia's playing games with this Markel Fultz. Oh, well, yeah. I would say sit him. Forget the three games. Sit this guy. If you got to sit him for 10 games, who cares is 82 game schedule. Yep. You know? But, sit him.
1: But I I would say though back to Cleveland, even without Wade and Rose, there's no way in hell that they should lose to the New Jersey Nets. I mean, Brooklyn Nets.
0: No. You know but it's it's it's, it's kind of a freaky thing. This is – I don't even understand part of what's going on this season. I think the Grizz lost last night to some – no, they lost to the Clippers where uh, Mr. Griffin is actually playing some good ball to start the season. He's playing some – I think he hit a game-winning shot last night.
1: Yeah. Blake. Uh, Blake. Blake's where he uh Blake is now with Kardashian-Jenner, so –
0: Okay, I guess he's happy, so
1: <laughs> that's what my
0: wife blamed it on. She's yeah. got him happy, okay.
1: She's now, with now they just They just scored the uh, multi-million dollar payday, so.
0: Ridiculous. I think $150 million to re-sign with E. Yeah, they, they
1: signed the NBA, this NBA contract, $150 million for, I think, five years. Well, you
0: know what, man? You can say what you want about those Kardashian-Jenner girls. And it might be all true, but one thing you gotta say is they're self-made. They're self-made oh, yeah, like a mother. Nobody's making them. I mean, they, you know, Kim is married to Kanye, and she doing. She don't need Kanye for a deadly fucking squat.
1: No, they could get a divorce, and Kanye would probably have to sue her for ch- spousal support. Yeah,
0: yeah. Give me a couple of dollars, Kim. <laughs> now, so. We got uh, tonight OKC Timberwolves. Timberwolves are not off to that roaring start. I guess because Butler's hurt.
1: Yeah, they're not. I, I I don't know what's going on. I mean, they lost the first game with Butler. Then they I think they won the, the next two or they lost. I don't know. Um, I'm like, are you tired? Ty- I mean, I don't know what's Butler's injury.
0: Uh, you know what? I really don't either. Uh, some kind of respiratory something or another. And now you got Washington is playing Golden State Warriors tonight. Washington talked a barrel of shit leading up to this game with the Lakers, and then they fucking lose. Uh, John Wall plays horrible, 7 for 22. You know what? Washington, shut the hell up and just play basketball. Golden State is probably sitting back going like this. Well we ain't gonna let y'all recoup against us.
1: Oh yeah. <laughs> you know, especially since they didn't go.
0: The yeah, especially they didn't go you know this this'll be back to back big games for while playing another premier point guard in Steph Curry. And you know what? Either he gotta put up or shut up. People since what happened uh with Gordon in Boston people move Washington up to that number two spot in the East, either they're going to actually accept it or they're going to be thrown up as phonies. This is a make-or-break year for Washington, as far as I'm concerned.
1: I mean, I've I've always felt like if you compare – this generation of NBA players, this thing's weaker than the 90s.
0: Well, they are the, rules are. the rules are set up that way. Uh, it, it, it's it's not even the same. Well, it's definitely not the same game from the 80s. Forget that. That was a brutal game compared to this. I mean, back in the 80s, man, you could literally punch somebody in the head and be playing tomorrow.
1: Yep. Well, unless you're a Chicago Bulls player, because uh, Nikolai Meritek basically told the Bulls, if I come back, Portis has to be gone. Oh, you gotta really? trade me? Yeah, basically.
0: Oh, okay. So it's like that. So they can't work it out.
1: Papa, trade him. Is... He ain't doing nothing anyway. Trade him.
0: Okay. Now tomorrow we got Rockets and Grizz. Uh, you know what? I guess the Rockets. It's it's basically the same Rockets from last year with no Paul. It's it's Harding running running the show. You know, and the Grizz don't have Zach Randolph. So I, I, you know, I'm, it's not a game that I'm really interested in, but I expect the Rockets to beat them.
1: Yeah, and, kinda, and the, I need to see more games. I mean, I know I don't know what happened to Chris Paul knee, but I need to see more games with Harden and Paul to see how to gauge or judge uh, the Rockets. I don't know what the Rockets are about yet because I only saw one game with Chris Paul and he was hurt. Yeah, but you know what? We're talking October. NBA season
0: is going to heat up more like December. And just to let you know how the NBA is using their head, I'll give them credit for this. They're using their head. They know that you're in the heart of football season because there's a shitload of games on Sunday, not one key matchup in the bunch, not one. You got to be a hometown fan to even care.
1: I also said, since when, do you ever remember TNT hosting the games this early in the season?
0: No, but they want to get. They want you to know that we're around because football season's going on and baseball's going on and you got hockey. So they're like, you know what, we want somebody to know that we're here, but they're not putting on any real they, – when they set the schedule up, they made sure that they set the schedule up, that they're bigger matchups. Okay, next week, next Thursday, I believe, you do have Golden State playing the Spurs. Now, that's mm. a key matchup, but that's the third week of the season. Yep. And on a, not on a Sunday night, not on a Saturday night, but on a Thursday night because they know that you, that's going up against maybe some shit football game that nobody and their mother care about. Yeah, true. So, you know, I mean, this is kind of smart. Like, you know, uh, we're talking about the NBA. I think what you call made a bad move. Dave Stern should have kept his mouth shut about marijuana. Why put this shit on uh, silver's plate?
1: But uh, <laughs> I think we talked about this a couple. Of, I think we talked about this. I don't know if it was regards to NBA or NFL. I think probably NFL because a lot of NFL players tend to get suspended for marijuana. But I'm like, it's legal in a lot of states now, so maybe there needs to be a rule change as far as marijuana. Okay,
0: yeah, I, I'm with the rule change. If you're busted off-season with weed in your system, no suspension. I say suspend your ass if it's the season. I don't care. I don't want to see, okay, you go to the garden, you go to uh, Barclays Center, you get two nice seats. Seats that cost you $50, 60 to $100. Dollars and you going to watch two dudes who was getting fucking blunted up all last night. No, you work too hard for your money. You want to see sober players play. If you want to see two dudes or ten, eight guys high play basketball, you're going to fucking rock a park.
1: No. <laughs> I don't sure want to see guys NBA I don't say it to many NBA players. I'm pretty sure a lot of NBA players smoke weed and just get away with it.
0: Listen, we, we, we've almost known that we've seen J.R. Smith under the influence of marijuana on the court. I mean, come on, man. I mean, damn, there was a couple of those games with the Knicks. I was like, I think I smell the weed through the TV.
1: <laughs> well I would give him a break because he was going through a lot last year. Well that wasn't now, me with the Knicks. I'm that not was even the talk- Cavs.
0: Yeah. I'm talking about as a Knicks. Yeah, yeah. Matter of fact, I used to have a word for J.R. Smith when he played for the Knicks. I used to always call him skanky. He just looked so dirty and filthy. Now, you don't look the same in Cleveland, but with the tattoos and that white uniform, he just always looked like he rolled out of bed like a homeless dude, put on a uniform, and got on the
1: court. <laughs>
0: and I'll be like, J.R. looks – J.R. don't look – he looks like he's up all night to 3 or 4 in the morning drinking and smoking weed. And I don't, I don't want to pay for that. I, I understand it's legal, but drinking is legal, but – you can't go to work drunk. You get up you understand what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Now how do you how do you set up the rules where that's not the issue? But I don't think it's fair that Dave Stern, twenty five years the commissioner, puts this shit on somebody else's plate. Why didn't he tackle this when he was the commissioner? Oh, well, yes.
1: Yeah. I mean when you think of Dave Stern, you think of NBA. I don't think people look at Adam Silver that way any, but yet. I don't know.
0: Yeah, you know what? It might, take a, it might take a minute. It took people a while to take Tagliabue and not think of Pete Rozelle. Okay. So, you know, these long-term commissioners.
1: Maybe because to now, me right now, I feel like the players are actually running the NBA. They're, sure they're anything they, else. they have the best – or, I don't know about Major League Baseball, but if you compare the players' union and the NBA compared to the NFL players' union, the NFL players' union is shit.
0: You know, the NFL players' union is a joke. Yeah. But the NBA players' union is uh, very good.
1: Yeah, NBA players' union, like, fuck it, lock us out. We're not signing that contract.
0: You know what? When you get guaranteed money, like you said about Wade – when you could just say, you know what, I'm taking my ball and going home, I'll see you in May, NFL players can't say that. But that's what I'm saying.
1: If they all would stick together, I'm pretty sure they could get that in their collective bargaining agreement. Some but you guaranteed contract.
0: You're also talking about a guy with a different kind of mentality. Now, when you – I hate to say this. It's not going to sound right, but I've got to say it anyway. When you think of the three leagues – You think of the dummiest, the dumbest ones being the NFL players to begin with. (laughs) The least sophisticated ones. You know, the ones who seem like a lot of them can't hold a normal conversation, you're going to think of the NFL. Yeah. So, a lot of these NFL players, I'm not saying not the NBA or Major League Baseball, these dudes come in the league with two, three kids. So, they come in the league with two, three kids. They need every paycheck. A lot of them fucking NFL players are making do-cool cash, but to keep that lifestyle, they need every paycheck.
1: Yeah, but to me, I'm like, how do you sign a contract? How do you sign a collective bargaining agreement, one, that doesn't guarantee you money, which which could suck for anybody in the NFL? And then, two, you also sign a contract where if you get in trouble or you presume to be in trouble, the NFL has the right to suspend you, and then here – um and then they have to you have to go back to them What what do they call it when um they someone they already gave you a judgment appeal, appeal. They, they hear your they hear your appeal That makes well, no the same, sense Yeah the same man hears your the appeal The same person That makes Yeah he's gonna he's gonna rule number? against himself That's like saying um this jury found me guilty but I know I'm innocent I'm going to I'm going to let the same jury hear my appeal. That makes no sense whatsoever. <laughs> See, but that's the NFL, and they,
0: they, they agreed upon that.
1: That's the dumbest thing ever.
0: Now, you know what else is dumb? And I'm getting tired of this, man. I really am tired of what our world do, does to us brown people. How the fuck did Kellogg's allow the corn pop box to get out? Oh, How yeah. did they yeah. allow – just after Dove, what, a week or two ago? <laughs> now, somebody said something. you seen the box,
1: right? Yeah, with the one brown janitor? Yes. Now,
0: yeah. here's, here's the take that racists are trying to uh, sell. He's the only one with a job. <laughs> but you want to know something? The shit looks like it's a Saturday and everybody's having a good time, but the brother is cleaning up after white people.
1: Yes. Yeah.
0: I, mean, I mean, he's noticeably brown. He's, I mean, he, he sticks out like a sore thumb. And I'm not going to sit here and lie to you because if I'm lying, I'm flying. I was at the market yesterday, and I was hoping like hell that they release these boxes to the public. Because if I could find this box in the store, I'm buying like three of them. Four or five months down the line, I'm going on, uh, what the hell is that, uh, eBay? Yeah. And I'm going to put my racist box up to the highest bidder, and some cleaner somewhere would love to have that box in his house.
1: Yep. Yeah. <laughs> and out of
0: that $3.49, I might be able to sell it to him for $300.
1: So you saying I should run to the supermarket and get a Corn Pops box right now.
0: If you, yeah, you know what? If you could, but it's gotta be me with my luck. I go to the market yesterday. So they got some fucking uh, monopoly box,
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: and, and trust me, me and my wife, we was like just for just for the idea. You know, it'll become like a racist collector's item. <laughs> fucking killer. Who's gonna be next week? I mean, it's, 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 nobody learns. You 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 mentioned this before. What is it called? A focus group or or Something like that. Now, you, who the hell was the art director who allowed this and then the an editor who allowed it and then the print and press dude who allowed it and upper management that okayed this? I mean, geez, I, I, it's, it's, it's shit, it wears on you, man. It really wears on you.
1: Yeah, I, I, I agree. It's funny because they came out with a study. Uh, I think it was yesterday or the day before that said the majority of 55% of white people believe they've been discriminated against.
0: Sure. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> and
0: we've actually, you know, the, the devil not the devil. I'm going to tell you who the devil is. The devil is, uh, what is that? Uh, that term that they use that gave black people some kind of break in this world. Affirmative action. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. That is Satan. That is Satan. Not Satan's not Satan. Evil's not evil. The most evil thing that ever happened in America, not slavery, was affirmative action. Because we can't get a break because of affirmative action. You know what? I don't know about other people, but every office that I ever worked in was 90 to above percent white people. Every office I ever worked in in my life.
1: Yeah, I'm currently working with the place I currently work for. How, think about how many law firms you ever worked for that, and how many colored partners there was or minority never. partners.
0: I've yeah. never had one.
1: I'm at a big place, in, at, at least in a New York office. We may have one Indian, no black. And if I'm not mistaken I don't even think we don't even have a black associate and I find that crazy I've been I've
0: been I've been I've been several places with if there was a black associate they were very short term when you looked up after lunch they were gone
1: yeah I have one in my in one of my first jobs it was a black associate he was black and gay so I guess they was like they hit they hit the nail two times that we going to keep him no matter fight. what. Because <laughs> I think I went up there at least five years ago, and he was still working there, so. Oh, wow,
0: well, he, man, this dude is like, he's fitting a bunch of demographics.
1: <laughs> I just found now, it weird. I'm uh, at a job where only the support staff is minorities.
0: And I've been at some jobs, and I'm not lying. I wish I was lying. I, I, I was working for the Federal Defender's Office. I was the only, it was two black people in the whole fucking office. That's crazy. I, I, and it wasn't like it was uh, office of 13. We're talking an office of 43 people. Yeah,
1: <laughs> that's insane. Two but of us. This is how I don't understand. See, white people, when you say discrimination, if they feel like they've been discriminated against, they can't come into an office and say, hey, I feel discriminated against because everyone looks like you. If I come into an office and out of 55 people, five of us, Look, look alike. To me, that's a little—that's a little problem. This is stuff black people have to think about, even in the country. Look, look at the makeup of the Senate. You could probably pick out the black people that's in the Senate, and if they had a Wiz Waldo type portrait, I would guarantee you could find each black senator, but you probably can't uh, tell where's John McCain.
0: Yeah, because he would fit in. Okay, yes. that makes sense. Now, before we get out of here, I, I have got to because she's a part of my title. I gotta talk about Sarah Huckabee Sanders. hmm She is. She did something, I guess, Tuesday or Wednesday. That's total fucking insanity. But apropos for this White House administration, she goes on a, t- a Twitter rage. That the Washington Post is fake news. Fake oh. news. There's stories of bullshit. Don't believe anything you ever read in the Washington Post. Not a day later, the same exact afternoon, she posts a link to the Washington Post to back something Trump said. Now that's amazing.
1: Yeah. Amazing. This is what it's I mean been... that they should call out on that.
0: But no, no. You know what? There were some little cute articles here and there on, like, Yahoo. Uh, it'll make your head spin. Because as you read through it, see, she sent five posts saying, the Washington Post sucks. Washington Post sucks. Don't believe them. They're lies. They're You know, they hate us. And then she puts a tag, a link. So, you know, the link is blue. You can yeah. click on it. Oh, this is what Trump said. And this is how... This proves what he said is the truth. Even the Washington Post knows it. And I'm like, how do, you, how do you use the same thing that you just denigrated all day long, and later on now you say, I mean, you know what? When I see Sarah Huckabee Sanders, I see sadness, man. Yeah, she, to see, me, she's just like sadness.
1: her father. She's exactly like her father. When her father was running for office, I kind of liked what Huckabee was saying. I was like, oh, I can, I can see this guy in office. It didn't. Once he didn't win, it's like he changed his whole script. So I think I feel like they do anything for a paycheck.
0: Yeah, yeah, soulless man. It's just, it's a, it's a damn shame. And they supposed but, to be like a evangelical Christian. Yeah, yeah, they both went to the same Christian college, and it meant nothing, absolutely positively nothing, man. You know what? It kind of feels good that. Didn't spend twenty minutes today on Trump and his bullshit. Everybody knows what time it is with Trump. Yep. But it's you know what I wanted to talk about some other things today. You know what I um I feel bad for that widow of the Davis Johnson, a sergeant.
1: Yeah.
0: You know, uh, feeling disrespected by Trump, but there are. We as the general public do have to realize that there are things that happen in the military on uh, need-to-know basis. We don't need to know everything that the military is doing, and we can't question everything the military is doing. Some of that shit's none of our business. You know what? When you're serving, things go on around you. That's none of your business. In the military, acts anybody's ever been in the military, there's a thing called a need-to-know. If the guy is working right next to me and he's doing a job, and I say, hey, what are you all up to? He'd be like, yo, you're not on need-to-know basis. That means it's none of your fucking business.
1: Yeah, I I, I do think that when, when, when they was on Hillary and Obama for the Benghazi whole thing, and they needed all the reports for that, they need to figure out, because really needs reports of what these guys were doing and how they turned them back around to... Try to capture someone else with no backup? I was like, that doesn't seem right.
0: Yeah, but see, somebody dropped the ball. It gets more convoluted as you go because the deal is the second this went down and there's heat to be had, Trump turned on the generals.
1: Oh, yeah, definitely. He's a.
0: uh, First of all, he said, I gave them okay, but they went on their own. So, I mean, first of all, (laughs) what does that mean? (laughs) <laughs> I gave them approval, but they went on their own. Yeah. The, you know, the president is supposed to fall on a sword for every soldier who dies. Not generals. The president is supposed to fall on.
1: It's always his executive order that gave the okay. But I'm like, if you given it? This is what I don't understand. Because we all remember when they went after, I was about to say Obama, Osama. You had everyone in the situation room. So if you're going after one of the top ISIS people, in Nigeria, I guess. Why are you out playing golf when you're just leaving it up to the generals? Shouldn't you be in the room seeing if this, the, the the mission is accomplished or not? Because maybe into a certain degree, he did say, do what y'all got
0: to do. You know, do <laughs> I mean, you know, right before we get out of here, this is
1: just a simple question.
0: When you look at Donald Trump, John O.J. Trump, do you see a heavy thinker? No, not a deep, at all. A man, deep, deep, uh, some depth there. Not at all. Okay, then. So anytime that he they could dismiss him and he gets a chance, they want to dismiss him. He's a disruption. He's not a help.
1: Yeah, well, I'm thinking the things that we have seen that this president has already done in the past mm, 10 months.
0: Yeah, that's all it's been. If
1: this would have happened under Obama in the first ten months? They would have been lynchings.
0: Yeah, and and I think we just passed in ten months because today's ten twenty seven. Yeah. I believe he got uh inaugurated on one twenty or one sixteen. One or the other. Yeah. So it's 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 uh it's not good. And it's only like he said about the uh, opioid epidemic. It's going to get worse before it gets better. That's the presidency. That's freaking. It's insane. going to get worse. Be- and and what I mean by get better it means his term ends. Yeah,
1: yeah. Right, That's yeah. the only we, hope. Look, we have our own mayor issues going on right now in New York. So,
0: uh, oh, we
1: have presidents to look at right now.
0: Okay, well, you put that on the list, man. For Monday, we'll get into that. Yes, sir. Okay, well, close us out, my friend.
1: As always, folks, it's been another good show. You can find us on our YouTube channel at netboy. Doc. Subscribe, comment, like, share. Um if you want to call into the show, that information is normally posted on our Facebook page at netboy. Doc and our Instagram page at netboy. Doc. We normally record these shows at noon, so if you ever want to get in on the action, just give us a shoot us a message on one any form of social media, or at our email address at netboydoc at gmail.com, and also follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and our, uh, and our Facebook page at netboydoc.
0: Okay, people, it's been real. Take care of yourself. This is Doc here on behalf of Netboy Doc and our
1: world, and I'm just going to tell you peace.